0: welcome back to here in their podcast i'm your host jordan friendly and i'm so glad you're here i'm actually here with my very good friend savannah jimenez and we are going to be talking all things social media, because it's both of our jobs, moving to a new city, making adult friends, all the things. And we're so excited. Let's just get into it. Hi, Savannah. Hi. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I am so honored.
0: Literally, like I talk about voice notes on this podcast and Savannah is the reason that I even know what a voice note is, that I know how to leave them, why I'm obsessed with them. Like it has truly strengthened our friendship and my relationships with other people, literally just because of you.
1: Oh my gosh. I didn't know I was the catalyst of that, but I agree. They are life-changing. There's only so much you can do over text and you can just get out so much more information through voice notes.
0: It's so true. So just to give a little intro on who you are, first of all, we met many years ago on social media. So we both had, you know, our wellness see Instagram accounts. And I want to say back in maybe 2016, 2017 was when we followed each other. And then in 2018, I worked a healthy food convention called Expo West um, with a client of mine at the time. And Savannah made sure she came up to the booth that I was working at to to meet me. And literally the rest is history. We have been friends ever since she has worked for me. You li- you are seriously the reason too that my business was able to get to where it was because you helped me with my clients and just all the things. But even after that, I mean, we haven't actually worked together in over a year and now we are best friends. I don't really go a day without talking to you. Is that true?
1: So true. It would be weird if we didn't talk. For I
0: one know. <laughs> even when I was in Greece. Um, but part of that too, is because so Savannah is a full-time content creator, you know, both for herself and then for other brands. And now your focus is more beauty and skincare with like a side of lifestyle and your amazing dog that I'm obsessed with. And I just, I'm just literally obsessed with everything you do and everything you put out into this world. So yeah, maybe you can give your side of the story. So let us know like what you do on a day-to-day basis.
1: So I actually got into working in social media because of you, so thank you. (laughs) I was in the corporate world with nothing related to social media and you were so nice to let me Help you in your business. And that gave me so much experience and really was the catalyst to me being where I am today. So thank you for that and taking a chance on me. I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> seriously, though. But for a day to day basis, I'm mainly creating content for other brands. I do create some for myself, but. Um, I work for mainly a lot of beauty brands, some wellness, some drink, you know, lifestyle Lou gets a good amount of work being as cute as she is. And, you know, I'm mainly just hashing out content all day long, which is so fun. I love being able to do something different every day. I have a lot of reoccurring clients where I kind of know what it is, but then I get waves of new stuff and being a creative person, that is just exactly what I wanted in a job.
0: I'm just so like proud of you for creating what you have from a job and career that had nothing to do with this. Like what made you decide one day that your corporate job just wasn't cutting it for you anymore, and you wanted to make a change.
1: I actually remember this moment exactly, but I remember I was in my little cubicle and I see all the execs have their offices lined up to the right. And I was looking at all of them and just evaluating, and I was like, I don't think any one of those people are happy. And that's the job that. I'm striving to be in in 20 years or whatever, and I was like, I don't want to be miserable in an office, and also just being in a nine to five and not being able to leave kind of felt like jail to me because I am such a creative person. And I love to move and do different things. I really did value the job and the time that I had, but that was the moment I was like, no, that is not going to work for me.
0: Yeah, that's really powerful and i think a lot of people can relate to that like look a lot of people also love a 9 to 5 i am one of them in many ways too like i do love i don't mind being in an office and all that stuff however it is really nice to you know run your own life and run your own um day to day make your own choices and decide how you want to go about what you're doing and then know that in 10 years you could actually see yourself happy doing what you're doing now. Exactly.
1: And it could change. You and I talk all the time. We're like, what are we doing? Um, (laughs) I think that's very normal. But for now, this is really exciting. I might go back to working for a brand one day, just on the brand side, doing social media, or I could do, you know, half and half. I don't know. We'll see where it takes me. But yeah, it's been really great.
0: That's the best attitude to have. And how many years has it been since you left corporate?
1: Uh, I would say maybe five, maybe four years.
0: Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Happy happy four years. You're crushing it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) What is your favorite part about what you do aside from the things you just said? Like, What is your favorite part about working with some of these brands? And I know you work with a lot of brands and products that you genuinely are obsessed with.
1: Yeah. So that's great because I do have, you know, my TikTok account and I post about products that I genuinely love. And a lot of times that's how I get these gigs with brands. So I love being able to work for brands that I've admired for so long and to be able to use these amazing products and just Creative with it and be in contact with them, and I feel so shocked sometimes that they want to talk to me. And I've been, you know, this has been a long time coming with me wanting to be in the beauty space, but I really do love being able to work with these amazing brands.
0: I mean, they know who you are and reach out to you because you're very good at what you do. Let's just be honest. (laughs) And I totally agree. I whenever anyone has asked me for advice in like the creator space I always say because this was how we used to do it in the OG days with the food and stuff too is if you like a brand you tag them you use their stuff and you tag them and I will tell you like I have gotten so many free products sure that's so great but also like paid partnerships from just cultivating relationships with brands that I love just like you said and It does go a long way to organically mention things that you like. And then also we're so blessed to have these brands reach out to us, but also it's good to like pitch too. And if you, let's say you tag a brand that you love, you get into their, you know, regular inbox because they respond and they say, thank you. And then you can then pitch them and say, I really, really love this product. If you're ever looking for someone to create content for you, like, please let me know or something like that. It's just a really good way to introduce yourself to a brand.
1: Exactly. And I really try to be intentional with the brands that I work with, even as someone who just started out, you know, freelance last year. I think that's just a really important aspect of this for me. I can't fake selling a product, you know, or showing it if I don't like it. So That's a huge part of it for me too. And I think that's what makes it so exciting. And I get like giddy going to make the video because I'm like, oh my gosh, I truly love this brand and product.
0: That's so awesome. That's the best feeling. And I think the best way to go about it, like with that intentionality, because so many big influencers and creators do not do that. You know, they're just going to take, look, I've done it. I feel like back when I first went out on my own, I was, I've never promoted something I didn't like, but I would say I was less selective in what I shared about when I first went on my own and was like, I need money. And if a brand was like, okay, we can give you this. I mean, I did like a teeth whitening thing that I will never forgive myself for. Again, it works. Don't get me wrong. It was just so random. Like <laughs> Maybe if all I did been it now, we have all been there. Honestly, maybe <laughs> if I did it now it would be less random because sometimes I do talk about beauty, but back <laughs> then I was mainly just doing food and fitness and here I was just randomly adding a teeth whitening post in, but sometimes you do what you gotta do, but you have to, you have to do what feels right is really the, the point of that. But you and I talk a lot about how hard it is to try to grow on social media because we are so consistent with putting out content. We put out content that we care about, that we have put time and effort into. And sometimes it feels like it's just not going anywhere. Can you share about how you get out of those slumps or, you know, when you get kind of down on yourself, how you can pick yourself back up and keep going?
1: Oh, it is so hard. It really is a struggle, but I decided to stop making videos that I felt like I had to, it's, it's really annoying because I try to make a meaningful video that really speaks to me and it won't do as well as if I just post a product and show it. But I've like kind of stopped being like, okay, I need to do this and just do what makes me freaking happy, you know, because it's, it's really hard to grow nowadays. So if you're not doing stuff that makes you happy and creating videos that you actually want to make, you're going to burn out so fast. I mean, burnout happens for anyone, but that was a way to get there a lot faster. So I've kind of stepped back and realized like, I want people to know me. So I implement other videos like outside of my niche. And I know some people probably think that's crazy. And like I could grow faster probably if I stuck to one thing, but I think it's a longer term strategy actually to grow slower, to have a really, really solid community and have them know you like Kosas knows Lou's name, my dog, like people know Lou and things about us and are getting to know us more. And I just, I really value that over everything. So I don't know.
0: No, that's, I, that's literally like the best possible response, because I think you're so right. You will burn out if you don't in a creative space, whether you're a content creator or a writer, or I was a dancer or whatever. It's like, if you don't find some sort of like passion and fuel behind what you're doing, you're not, you're just, you're going to fall out of love with it a lot faster than maybe you would otherwise. Because I remember back when I was dancing, it's like, I was, I would say yes to certain jobs. Again, you got to pay the bill sometimes that I just gave absolutely no shits about. And it just made me want, like, what am I even doing kind of thing. And I felt that way as a content creator. So many times, what am I even doing? I'm putting this stuff out here it's not landing. So the best thing you can do is at least create something that you like and enjoy the process of it. And so that if it doesn't land, you know, at least you had a good time making it, at least you feel like it showcases who you are and your authenticity. And I, this is like, not the best advice I would give as a social media strategist, but like, I love people who don't have a niche. I think it is so much more interesting to follow somebody who lets you in on who they are and their lives. Like I can think of a few creators that I absolutely love in the food space, um, that I just don't know anything about, or maybe they're, you know, these aesthetic creators, right? They, they have beautiful homes and they're really good at editing their videos and they're that girl and they have all the clothes, but I don't know where they're from. I don't know what they do for work or not, or whatever. I don't know what books they like to read, what music they listen to what they did on the weekend just for fun, that kind of thing. I, I just think it gives so much more of a full picture of who somebody is. And that's how you really fall in love with somebody on the internet. Like my favorite creators post about all that stuff.
1: Yeah. When I think about the people that I love to follow, they're showing me their day-to-day lives. Like it's nothing groundbreaking or, you know, like making me want to buy something half the time. It's just, I enjoy their company and getting to know them. Like, I feel like I personally know a lot of these creators that I watch every week on YouTube or TikTok. So that's how I want to be. I love beauty, obviously. And I love posting about that. But if I don't feel like, you know, showing a product one day, I'm just not going to, I might post something that won't do as well, but it just makes me happy. And I I don't care.
0: (laughs) I think that goes a long way too. I mean, people who push products 24 seven, like, okay, come on. I, I don't need it. Like you and I both are very, we love to shop. Don't get me wrong. We love to shop, but we are not your average like creator in that we're constantly pushing consumerism. I think we're both really aware of how often we're talking about things, quote, people need or like pushing Amazon all the time, like stuff like that. You don't have to be constantly buying things to be happy. And I feel like you and I are so on the same page with that, just in life in general.
1: Yeah, it's it's really hard and sometimes when I'm coming up with content ideas, it's hard not to incorporate the products and stuff, but I think that is something that I really value and try not to pressure people. So if I'm doing a makeup video, I'll be like, I'm using this glowy primer, but use whatever works for you. You know, it's just the steps or whatever. So I do try to be conscious of that and I love that you are too.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice to I don't know, just Everybody's going to find their people on the internet. You find people who have similar values to you. So you might as well just share what's important to you. And then everyone will follow who wants to be there, who you want to be there. But what is the biggest misconception you do you find about being a content creator? Like, I don't know if that was clear. Like, for example, I feel like people think it's very glamorous or like not a lot of work in that. Um, I mean, look, maybe people who have like a million followers and can post whatever they want and get a bunch of likes and more followers, like maybe that's not a lot of work, but I feel like that's one misconception is that, oh, we just, it doesn't take a lot of effort to do what we do.
1: Yeah. I think that is a big misconception and, you know, it's really difficult. I would say to put yourself out there on the internet yeah, and yeah sometimes there's no return, you know? Um, (laughs) and so you just keep doing it over and over again, hoping one day that it clicks or, you know, so that I would say is one of the hardest parts and another misconception. I actually feel like if you don't work in social media, you don't really get what we do. Like a lot of my friends still don't get it. My family for sure. Doesn't my grandma, I tell her every time we talk on the phone, and she's just like, <laughs> "I have no idea what you're saying." So, I don't. I really don't know how to explain what I do to people who don't work in the industry.
0: I totally get that. I feel like my my parents, maybe not my dad, but my mom has finally gotten it because she has been around me. Like every time I go home, like if I go home for an extended period of time, you know she'll she'll see me in action or like because it was my part of my full-time job when I worked for myself I just did a lot more of it too the for my clients and stuff so I would explain it to her in that way cuz you know our parents are of a different generation and so if you're explaining one I'm a freelancer they're like what like mind blown I don't understand what you're talking about number 1 number two wait you're making videos for the internet you're talking to your phone you're talking to strangers what are you saying my my grandma My grandma passed away a long time ago, but I bet you if she was alive right now, she'd be so confused. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well, other than like social media, I want to talk about what it's like to move to a new city where you don't really know anyone because you've been in DC now for just over two and a half years, but you're from the Atlanta area and I feel like you're really I don't know. I feel like you're settling in, but let me know if I'm wrong. Like I know there are pros and cons, but yeah, you've been there a little bit now. How's it going?
1: No, you're completely right. I feel very settled and super happy. Um, you know, at the beginning it was really scary. It was super exciting, but we're both Alan and I, my husband are very close to our families. And that was definitely the hardest part of moving. And even still nowadays, like my sister and I talk every day, we're extremely close and I can't just go over to her house, you know? Um, So that was the hardest part, but I always had this, I don't know if it's a fear, but I guess worry that I was always going to live in the same place my whole life. (laughs) And, you know, we had a house, we had everything going on in Atlanta And I felt like it wasn't going to happen for us, you know, and an opportunity came up, we took it. And I think it was the perfect time before we have kids one day. And it was just like this golden timing. So it's been amazing. It's been really great for us individually and together as a couple, we have a lot of great experiences just exploring the city together and with our little family and our dog and it's been so, so rewarding.
0: Oh, that makes me so happy. And I have watched you like over the years that you've been there also in person because my husband's from DC. So now I get to actually see you every time I go to his home. Like that's so nice because I didn't see you when you were in Atlanta, but I just, I I feel like you're really getting your stride and you're thriving and you found the things that you love where you are. But how did you, you know, make friends or like, how did you find the things that you want to do now that you're in this new place? And it was so unfamiliar.
1: Honestly, that really took a little bit of time. We did not make friends the first year because there was just a lot going on, you know? And also I think it was 2021. Um So still very shut down. Um, oh, yeah. DC- Yeah. So that also made it difficult, but making friends as an adult is hard. It's awkward. And you feel like everyone at this point in their life already has their friend group and you don't want to bother people. But we've met a lot of people through uh, Lou in our building because a lot of other people have dogs. I've met some friends at the gym. I noticed this girl and I were going at the same time all the time and I gave her some beauty products and now we hang. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's good old bribery. I just bribe people to come over and, <laughs> and <they> be my, <laughs> my friend. We did join a kickball league recently and that was so much fun. We made a lot of friends through that. We're all going to the Nats game together next
0: weekend. <laughs> Wait, stop. This is so cute. I love all this is like so relatable. Like I feel like anyone can do these things and like, I don't know dogs. I will say dogs are a great way to meet people. We've met, we uh, we've been in our neighborhood now almost four months and I do feel like we have met a significant amount of people in this neighborhood because of our dog.
1: Absolutely. And you get a feel for people right away. Um, but if they have a dog, you know, they're a good person. <laughs> I agree.
0: <laughs> so, so true. And so your husband works, he's in the restaurant business and he works pretty long hours sometimes, or like, you know, he has to be on call, go in last minute. How have you found independence for yourself? you know, in those times?
1: I've always been independent, but I think being happy in your own company is super important. And I feel the most confident I ever have in my life. And I don't know if that has to do with age or the fact that I am spending a lot of time with myself. And I think it's just so important. And uh, people don't talk about that enough you know yeah. it sounds weird to be like i love spending time with myself but it's really something that we should all work on
0: i totally agree i talk a lot on this podcast uh about it because as you know like i just love being alone and sometimes i feel weird about that too i'm like do i sound like i don't like my friends or my husband like no of course i do and i love hanging out with people and that's how i mean You and I keep in touch via voice note, like our friends, my friends live far away so that when it's just me, I'm happy on my own because I don't know, there's still, there's so much to do when you're alone or you can do nothing. But I also think creating content sometimes stems from being alone and like having the space to think and feel creative. And so you're like, oh, let me make this thing or let me document this thing or edit it or whatever, because you've had the space to actually do that. And you're not just go, go, go 24 seven or constantly stimulated by other people.
1: Absolutely. And Alan and I have always been like, okay with having, you know, things outside of doing things together. Like if he wanted to go do something on his own, I'm like, go for it. And I do things without feeling guilty, but I think there's so much to do being alone too. I do recharge, um, that way. I love to play the piano. I love to read. I love to explore the city with my dog. Um, wait, 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 wait.
0: You play piano?
1: Oh, she didn't know that about me.
0: Wait, do you have a keyboard in your guest room? I do. Yeah. Okay. I think I saw it, but I've never like heard you play
1: Honestly, I don't ever share it because that's like my time to be away from my phone. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, yeah, that's probably why you didn't know
0: that. <laughs> Wait, but also not to like force you to have your phone with you on your like a long time, but I I think that's seriously something so cool. Like you play an instrument and that is your like passion, you know, on the side of everything. Like Even if you just shared it once, I think that's so cool.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. You know, I was on the drum line in college. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) That's That's a little bit louder than the piano. Um, And I'm not going to lie. It has a slight layer of dust on it because I have not been playing lately, but that is usually one of my ways to just unwind and be with
0: myself. I love that. I know. I was thinking I haven't been to dance in about gosh I want to say like over 3 months because my studio actually shut down for the summer but there's another one I could go to farther away but I was like gosh I miss dancing so much I really need to like go to the other studio because I just I need to make time for that because I've been missing it you know
1: for sure I love that you do that and that's how I've been feeling about hot yoga randomly well you post you go most Fridays yes. and 't realized me think I was like man I used to release so much mental energy in those classes um so that is something on my to-do list also
0: for when I'm doing my alone time <laughs> I love that and before we close out I just want to know what you are most excited for this season because it just kind of turned fall and what are you what are you pumped for
1: honestly I just needed a little bit of a change I just feel like my motivation or I just it's it's hard to do the same things over and over again and not feel a little bit blessed so even just walking outside and having that crisp air start to come out I feel just like so excited about life again not like it was sad before but you know what I mean I just I'm excited for a change super excited for fall fashion um doing all the fun things like going to I don't know I was gonna say apple picking I've never been apple picking
0: <laughs> oh my gosh maybe we'll oh it's gonna be too late when I'm in DC in November but I'm sure you can go in Virginia maybe it's so fun I need to do that
1: and I've always wanted oh that's probably not sanitary never mind I was gonna wow. say apple bobbing. <laughs> Bobby Brown. <laughs> you can set up your own personal one in your home. <laughs> you imagine if I did that, people would be so confused.
0: I mean, I think people could relate. Like, put that on your fall bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can, I completely agree in that. It's just like a rejuvenating thing. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I wish I could talk to you for four hours on here, but. Um, you can find Savannah, I'll link her Instagram and TikTok, but it's just your name, right? It's just Savannah Jimenez mm-hmm. on both. Um, so yeah, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Love you so
0: much. Love you.